Yo, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, it's been a long time. Sorry, I'm a little bit rusty on the opening. What was this? Uh, the tavern in Kukin's Tavern. I forget what we called it anymore. I'll have to go back and look it over. But it's been a long time coming. We haven't been doing any podcasts for a very long time. I'm mostly to blame because I, you know, me keeping a schedule is like unlike the sun rotating around the earth. I mean, the earth rotating around the sun. It just, you know, I just don't do it. So anyway, here's the magic. This podcast is going to discuss what are we discussing for us exactly? Destiny 2 and. Yeah, we're going to. Um, we'll, uh, we'll just keep it short. We'll just focus on. Uh, uh, what's up? My name is uh, Forrest R. J. Boogie the Boy Wonder. Um, and we're supposed to be talking about the balance in Destiny. I kind of want to touch on Anthem, and, but it's going to be. We may not even get to that because Anthem's is such a mess and it's more PVE. But mainly I want to focus on Destiny balance. Um, where it's going or where is it now we can't speak on where it's going because we don't know but where is it now where it came from and our opinion on it we never really said our opinion i know a lot of people have flip-flopped so much but i think our opinions have been kind of constant throughout um destiny they haven't really changed um and so this is Right, and we're gonna cover PvP right here. And this is this is where the magic happens. This is where a lot of my bouncing off the wall ideas go, where I'll bring something up with some of my friends and force is one of them and we're usually on the same page. And a lot of stuff that we have said in the past that you have have heard or may not have heard, more likely may not have heard. Bungie, the developer of Destiny franchise, has done or has not done. So they've done well, well. Give us a quick example. I can't remember for us. Um, what have we said in the past that Bungie's done to the game, and it was for the better? I don't know about the better, but the one of the things that I remember was you kept saying that there was something weird about the radar in Destiny One. Then it came out that the radar was finding people in Destiny One, but you kept saying the whole time. <laughs> yes. Some, okay. Something was weird. About yes. It. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in Destiny 1, really quickly, the radar used to, you would sit there and the radar would ping around you, right, in a radius. And if you if you imagine yourself looking from the top down as if you were looking from a bird's eye point of view, you would look at your guy and you'd see a radius around. And as time went on, the longer you stood still, the farther out the radar reached until it found someone. So I used to say things like, man... This radar is really weird. It's finding people that normally I wouldn't be seeing from here. Uh, another thing that I've said before that Bungie has admitted to was when in Destiny 1 there were Trials maps. And I was like, man, they brought out Trials. Really good game mode. But all these maps, a lot of the new ones, they don't feel like they were built for Trials. Lo and behold, months later, Bungie came out. Yeah, we just threw maps into this game mode. They... They said that you can find the audio video it is out there on the web somewhere and then they also said you know when destiny 2 launched and trials was coming back around they said we built a map exclusively for trials and they did it was called eternity unpopular opinion it is the best trials map to date on destiny 2 period my opinion yeah, I, 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 all, a lot all, of people don't all believe of it. the countdown maps. I don't have a problem with. I mean, I I really don't. Like, I literally like all of the countdown maps. A lot of people get upset, but I like Midtown. I like Eternity. What's the other countdown map? Meltdown. I like them. I like I like mm-hmm. Meltdown. 
Like all of the countdown maps make sense to me, and I like the game mode. A lot of people hate the game mode, but I actually like the game mode. Game mode is fun to me. Um, maybe it's because it's the closest thing to elimination. I don't know, but I like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm not again. I'm not trying to brag. Oh, I'm smarter than everyone else or anything like that. Something that we've been discussing recently that Bungie is doing. And I know for a fact no one's heard this outside of my group of friends because I haven't said it to anyone. I haven't done the podcast for a long time was when they took trials out and then it was gone for for one season and then it was gone for this last season. And now it's they've announced, you know, weeks back uh, that it's it's in it's gone indefinitely because they're not sure when it's coming back. I don't forget the exact quotes. And I said Right before they said it was gone indefinitely, I said, well, if they're not going to do anything with Trials, Gambit needs to be the best thing they can do because now it is the focus. It is not what a lot of PvP players want because I know people that play only PvP and they won't go in the Gambit. They hate it. They don't like it. I enjoy it. I think it's really fun. And I said, well, if they're not going to do Trials and they have PvE kind of on the right track, um, they need Gambit. They got to focus on it. What's happening? Season of Drifters right around the corner. Gambit was the focus. It's, man, I wish I had some lottery tickets at this point. I should really go play the lottery. I probably win sometime in my lifetime. So they're doing something that I've discussed with my friends. It's finally come to fruition. So now what we're going to talk about here is the Destiny 2 competitive well, before scene. Before you go there, I actually wanted to bring up about, about the Gambit. The fact that Gambit oh. was already, like, the season of the Drifter was already put um, out there, like, way prior until they said Charles wasn't coming back, I feel like they knew when they created that content that they knew Charles wasn't coming back. I feel like once they, uh, once they dropped Forsaken and announced those things, they knew that they were going to split from Action Vision. We didn't know. And they knew that Charles wasn't going to come back. Because I just, I find it very, I don't think that's a coincidence that they would, oh, let's make a season all about Gambit, but leave Trials. I also think it's a very bad and good marketing decision. Because if they focus on Gambit, take away Trials, when they drop it, everybody's going to be on it like white on rice. It's kind of, it's it's starving the community, but it's starving the community, but in a way, it's kind of like the McRib. McRib is not a, <laughs> I'm just being honest, like the McRib. McRib, that makes it, skillet uh, it makes stuff. Well, that ain't never came back. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but the McRib is not a season long thing. It only comes back seasonally. When it comes back, they make so much money off the McRib. It just explodes. It makes so much money. Then they take it away. Then they bring it back. I don't know if they do that intentionally, but they are. It's a smart market move. You know, I'm a businessman, so I'm a say it's a smart marketing move. Uh, it upsets a lot of players. It hurts a lot of economy for players that are service streamers. But at the same time, I mean, it'll explode when they bring it back. And if they just wait this whole time, which would be funny, they wait a whole year to bring it back in this elimination, oh, I'm going to die laughing. Mm-hmm. Not only does the McRib explode in sales, it also may explode your pants. Guys, be careful. <laughs> so, um, go ahead. <laughs> Going forward, I also need to. Oh man, uh, I also need to bring up, and now I forget the point. But you know, that's me a lot. Crap, I shouldn't have done that joke, man. Now I forgot what I was mm -hmm. gonna say. Uh, go, go ahead and talk yeah, while I think for us. In the, the joke, they probably didn't even go over well. People don't get diarrhea. 
from the degree of man. <laughs> Whatever, man. I just I had to say something. <laughs> but um, I guess what I want um looking at the the manifestation. So I'm gonna talk about this. Anyway. So the thing that drew me as a PvP player, and you talking to somebody who is a first person shooter for guy. I love first person shooters. I used to play Call of Duty. Used to do Call of Duty tournaments um on a local level. Uh, I remember. Um, so you won't you won't throw that out there so you won't forget. Yeah, yeah, continue. yeah, 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 yeah. This is this is my prediction. This way, you guys hear it here first. Trials doesn't come back until Destiny Three. I don't think it comes back in D Two because Bungie they they're not sure. They're still not sure what they want to do. The community hated Destiny 2's trials, and Bungie said we're not bringing back Destiny. You know, one trials and you know now they don't know what to do because they're unsure you know they're well is the community going to be happy or not well the communities probably a lot of the times the majority of a com- any gaming community is going to hate something that the developer does and that's going to be a wrap like just you know but they're going to keep playing the game just like in destiny one when uh, a lot of people were complaining i don't like the shotguns i don't like this and that and bungie's like well we took them out in destiny 2 enjoy this isn't what I wanted, but you complained about it. Stop crying like a child, and we wouldn't get mixed communication. So Bungie needs to, you know, when they came out with Destiny 2, they stuck to their guns. They didn't immediately nerf things. Oh, the might is overpowerful. No, it wasn't. It was very underpowerful, and I chose different guns to combat it, and I usually won for it. So Bungie needs to go back to the stick with your guns and your plans, let it kind of simmer for a while, and find out where it goes going forward but yeah i don't well, think I, trials I comes back in destiny 2 i think we'll it comes that. back in three yeah. right but the, but my prediction is yeah trials comes back in destiny 3 can, not destiny I can 2 see that. i actually can see that not to be honest with you that may be smart that may yeah. be just because i think i think i think as a whole really briefly as a whole destiny is getting kind of stagnant on the pve side for me it's the same enemies same mechanics Destiny kind of needs to reinvent their wheel a little bit, and that's when they bring Trials out in Destiny 3 with new mechanics to the game that really just kind of makes it, sets it apart from everything else that's out there again. Anthem, Division, well, Anthem's, you know, a mess right now, but it could get there. The Division 2, which picked up in, from the first one, and the second one has a lot of, but anyway, sorry. All right, so Force was talking about the competitive. Okay, so that's that was kind of, so I played a competitive play in tournaments, enjoyed it. Um, played on a um, local, um, and and there were some semi players that semi pro players that kind of played on the local. But I was really good at the game. I fell off Call of Duty because um, I felt like I was wasting money. You know, it's like playing Madden. Um, not a lot of changes. Um, you have to spend sixty dollars, then you get the thirty dollar packs or forty dollar packs. So basically, I felt like I was spending a hundred dollars a year. I didn't like the kill streaks. They got kind of stale me. I didn't like the idea that you were rewarded more kills by getting kills, and they gave you more items to get more kills with. I know people may think, oh, that's crazy. That's awesome. Not for me. I just felt like that was silly. And then you had RNG care packages where you can get the strongest thing in the game out of a care package and just murder people with it. I always run... I always run care packages. I may get that chocolate. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, that that could happen. Like, there was one time I ran care packages, and I got, um, I, I played a lot of Black Ops. I got the dogs every time. Like, I said, I got the dogs Dang, every time. Like, every time, I, there was a game where I constantly got dogs. I got the nuke. I got the, mm-hmm. And I, I ran. Out, out of a care package? No, I just ran around and knifed everybody. Oh. I, I got that good at the game, but there was some mechanics that didn't like. The fact that I could run around and, and get a nuke by knifing people without shooting them was a problem. But that, I did that. I pulled it off. I got a nuke. Um, by just knifing people. I played a lot of Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. 
so that fell off. I, and then I, I got Battlefield. Battlefield was really good. I liked that it. it was based off of real. It was Battlefield 4 that kind of pulled me in. Cool, you know, it was based off positioning and angles. I liked it. Then I played that for a little bit, then that kind of fell off. Somebody told me to play Destiny. I got on Destiny. I came in around House of Wolves. So I wasn't there during Vanilla, Alpha, or anything. I came on at House of Wolves. Fell in love with the game. I main Warlock. You know, I really liked it. But the thing that really drew me to it was the fact that the movement was really good in the game for PvP. And I liked the fact that um, I could feel like I could play my own playstyle, but I never really felt overpowered. There were overpowered things in the game, but I never really felt like I was overpowered. On top of the fact that I felt like I was playing like a MOBA in PvP because I had my abilities. My, I could just, you know, there was a lot of ability usage. And I thought that was cool. Gunplay matter, but abilities matter more. Uh, sometimes. I thought that was dope. And... Hold on, hold on. Your your connection's getting a little bit choppy. Okay. All right, now you sound good. Okay, so I, I like that. I thought that was different. It was a different way to play PvP, and I really enjoyed it. I mean, I was getting a bunch of grenades, etc. It was really cool. So after that, you know, there was the... The Three King, the era, when I came along, I came along during when Trials just dropped in House of Wolves and um, hand cannons was a thing. First hand cannon I got was Thorn. Um, but, and those guns were really strong. But abilities were really strong too. So, you could just like stick a guy with a grenade and they'll just die. Like it was, it was a lot of that. And I'm not saying any of that was balanced. Um, but because everything was so powerful, it was balanced. Unconventionally, but it was. You could just kill a guy. Supers were really strong. Everything was really strong. Yes. A lot of things were powerful back then. Um, mm-hmm. Skip grenades, powerful. The invisible sixth skip grenade that would kill you that you never seen coming. Double skip grenades, sticky fusions, yep. pulse nades, fire bolts. The the whole the whole solar warlock was pretty pretty powerful before it got you know nerfed into uh, the ground. Arc, arc bolts too, before they nerfed that. Um, axiom bolts were really strong. Mm -hmm. You get you know with that warlock you could get three second grenades. Um, it was just, <laughs> it was it was it was really strong. So like literally everything was really powerful at the point. Now that doesn't again, um, you ran into the RNG issue of uh with guns. For those that didn't know what I'm what I'm talking about is I had random rolls. And there was some rolls Hold on, hold on. Hold on, you're going weird again. Like your connection's getting choppy. Yeah, I'm sitting right here by the phone. I know you're sitting right there by the phone, but kinda like you were an alien trying to reach out to Earth. Am I better now? Yes. So um um it's random rolls. You don't choose what have on that. And then like the roles, um, there are roles that roles are not made equal. There are some roles that are way better and useful than others, and there are others that are basically useless. Um, that's in all games. Um, like like a universal perk that's in Anthem that's been in other games. Reload your weapon and the magazine makes an explosion. Sounds cool, not practical. Relatively practical in Anthem, but still kind of poopy. Yeah, you know, where, like on shotgun. A lot poopy. You want you you want range. You want range and you want damage. 
that's what you want on shotgun. As, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Anything else that's not that is fundamentally useless. And that's just how it works. But it's it's random. It's a random roll. Well, that was a problem because you can't balance a game with random rolls, or it's hard to balance it because the random rolls, you can get a roll combination that he cut out again right there in that sentence. Wow. Wow, man, this is gonna be a weird little podcast. But anyway, you can. <laughs> They've heard worse. But anyway, you go, you can have a you can have things that fundamentally um, will be the worst things in the game. Like you you know, I mean, it'll make a mediocre gun be the strongest gun in the game. The the stats are prime for it to be broken. Now you got a really strong uh, gun. Um, a gun that's like it's just ready. It's prime to be broken. Like it got the perfect stats for it to be broken. Got the, the rolls on it to make it broken, and that's it. Some people like that power creep or that power fantasy, and that was kind of the idea of Destiny, power fantasy, etc. Um, so that be, was cool. Then it got real stale as people realized how unbalanced the game was, how silly things got. Um, there was a there was a part of Destiny, and we're gonna we're gonna be bouncing around to Destiny one before we get to Destiny two. There's a part of Destiny one where we was on this nerfing thing where everything was getting nerfed. Um, the mm-hmm. I'll talk about two metas in particular. I will talk about the three king hand cannon meta, which wasn't a bad meta. It was a three king hand cannon shotgun meta. That meta wasn't too bad because hand cannons were strong, but there were three that were superior above all. But those three can compete with each other. Those three could murder each other, literally. Like there wasn't a. And then there was a couple things in that meta. There was. The pulse rifle with the knife on it that gave you health back that can compete against them really well. Um, and there was a few other exotics. But that meta wasn't horrible. wasn't that great. They nerfed those guns, and then we ran into the pulse rifle meta. That meta was the most balanced meta of Destiny 1, hands down. That meta had multiple... All pulse rifles was good. There were scout rifles that were still good. That meta had a lot of different guns. You can kill a lot of different guns. Hmm. That was a very balanced meta. Probably the most balanced that Destiny 1 has ever seen. People complain about it, and then all the pulse rifles got nerfed, except for, like, Kaleva Dragon. Um, which was basically... Yeah, yeah which was an auto rifle. Um, it was a scout rifle. It was outgunning my scouts. Now that you bring it up, I remember the horror. My scout rifle, no, it didn't matter what map I could be on, other than the moon map that came out that one weekend of trials, wacky trials. Uh, that pulse rifle, every map, which was a problem in Destiny 1, and you've actually heard this before, no map was designed with gun ranges ever in like a very good place. Scout rifles could never be at maximum range over pulse rifles. So the pulse rifle and the scout rifle were always in the same range. It's... Who hit the more headshots? Usually Pulse Rifle. That Clever Dragon was disgusting. Yeah, it was strong. And then we had the Doctrine of Passing, too, which was really strong, too. That was another gun. That gun was pretty ridiculous. But there were other guns, but for the most part, that you, you ran into those issues. And um, that was still the most pop, the pop of meta. So they did that, and then people complained about it, and they changed it, and they nerfed a lot of different things. At this time... It nerfed some classes, but you still had some broken glasses like, um, you know, the Sunsinger and everything else. Overall, 
just to be honest, the the game just it got completely stale, and a lot of people playing PvP. But because it was just completely... going weird again. Okay, am I weird too? All right. Um, oh. a lot of people um quit PvP. Destiny Two, they addressed a lot of these issues. They removed shotguns and put them in the heavy slot, and they basically put the game around primary. This was, in my opinion, the best part of Destiny history for us uh, from a PvP standpoint because there were static roles, so it's easy to balance. Um, if you got outgunned by somebody, there was no he had better roles than you. He killed you with the same gun that you got. He outgunned you because he was better. That's it. There were some broken things, like the Night Stalker was very broken. Um, he had some issues, and there were a couple of exotics that kind of, arm exotics that kind of, put certain classes, you know, in unbelievable setups. But other than that, the guns, on a gun standpoint, because that's what I've been talking about this whole time, the guns were perfect um, far as balancing the static, and you didn't have that RNG in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your experience with that Destiny 1 to Destiny 2 kind of swap over, because I've been talking for a minute, and I think you should chime in. Because, I mean, you was there since uh, Alpha. I wasn't. Man, I was there when everyone... I forget the auto rifle it was, but yes. I was there when the Vex was the thing. And what was weird about that gun was... Uh, <clears throat> it was an exotic. You got it from the raid. Uh, Fault of Glass. And the thing... When I finally got it, the thing that was weird was... As I pulled the trigger, if I aimed at someone's chest, the recoil went straight to the head in a straight line. So it... All you had to do was kind of aim at the dude, and you got a kill. But, no, there was an auto-rifle meta in the beginning, and I actually ran the Vanquisher 8. I thought it was the best auto-rifle in the game, hands down. You couldn't tell me otherwise. I know there was something else out there that someone used. I don't remember what it was, but the Vanquisher 8, I had, like, the perfect clip count because it came with, like, 26 bullets. It had glass half full and uh, something else that made it really well, and it just worked. By the time I got halfway through my bullets, I'm killing two, three people at a time, reloading really fast and then going about my day and yeah everything kind of you know like four said everything kind of just you know everything got shifted and rotated and nerfed and things went up in and down it's literally been in circle destiny's been in so many circles they might as well have their own rotational speed at this point if we had a you know destiny on a star chart i wonder what rotation we've hit this time we're probably like third fourth time in where Things have shifted. There's always been a meta in Destiny. There will always be metas in games. There will always be something really good and really bad. Um, I don't really, you know, want to. I don't really want to focus my time on Destiny One because a lot of that's a lot of that's changed since Destiny Two's come out. Personally, I think. But one of the things I wanted to bring up that we were discussing earlier with the guns was the radar. Destiny 2 took the radar out at some point in time, and people disliked it. But what I felt like it did was open up more guns to be used. Right around this time, the Graviton was out there, the Vigilance was out there, and there was opportunities to use more guns. And when people finally talked to me, they were like, oh, I need the radar, blah, blah, blah. I would explain to them, well, check this out. If you don't have a radar, and they don't have a radar, let's say you... You're not good with the Vigilance Wing or the Graviton. You're just bad with pulses. I was one of them. Didn't use it. I still ran my origin story until they finally nerfed auto rifles where that was unviable. I ran that. 
and then <clears throat> sure if i came face to face with one of those people using one of the really powerful weapons there was a good chance i lose because they have the better gun but if i caught them from a side angle flank or from behind and they don't have a radar to tell them that i'm coming or their teammate can't tell them i'm coming I got the drop on them, I get bullets on them, and it's not like Call of Duty where I'm shooting a guy with 30 bullets, they turn around and decimate me. You know, it's, I usually win that fight. And I said, well, why do you keep trying to run at people in a straight line? Why don't you try to catch certain angles or take your time? And they're like, you know what, now that you say it like that, Ken, you know, it kind of makes sense. So maybe some people got on board with that, maybe not. But I think Taking away the radar allowed more of a variety of weapons. You didn't just have to use the best guns. You could use more guns to your play style. I sat in the, what was it, the auto rifle, scout rifle. I sat in that from day one. When I found out Mida was bad, I put on a Tone Patrol, which outranged it. And I put on the Origin Story, which happened to be one of the best auto rifles in the game. And I rocked an auto rifle, scout rifle. And I used the Mida. And... I used the Midas add-on, and I did just as good as they did. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, the, the, the balance was there. He also left out one other thing. Um, hmm. People got people didn't like the fact that people were team-shotting a lot because you couldn't. <laughs> and, and what was interesting about that is, is when they took away the radar, it allowed for you to have those one-on-one -on -one engagements and those superstar moments. It did. When, you, when they took away the radar... Mm -hmm. You could have that one before opportunity when it took away the radar. So people got that. They just didn't get it all the time. But they got that from the fact that there was no radar. You just had to be smart about it. But it, it, mm -hmm. it changed up that you didn't always have to team shot because you could strategize because they would have to really be listening for you or listen for your jetpack to even get an idea of where you're at. It also buffed the Warlock blink. It made blink viable with the radar because they nerfed warlock. Where when you blink, your radar goes away. Going against a person that plays a hunter, you lose that engagement every time you blink. You die. But with no radar, it actually made the warlock blink very good. So that class innately got a buff. You know, I, I think that was a good thing with the no radar, along with the meta that we had. You know, and all they had to do really. If they wanted to add the shotguns back, was leaving no radar and make sure that the shotguns stay within whatever range they want the shotguns to stay into. If you want the chap, mm -hmm. you want the chaperone to snipe people across the map. Don't care. That's fine. It's an exotic. As long as I got something that can shoot that chaperone back with, and it, you know, wave splitter. But when you got exotics that are so broken and so strong that nothing can counter them, or guns that's so strong. If you unless you use that gun or get that setup that you lose, that is kind of the point of the podcast. You remove the idea of skill, and it's literally just a lot of RNG. And you can argue and say, well, the person that's using the broken stuff is real skillful. Yes, he may be really skillful with the broken stuff, but if I had the same broken stuff and he had the same broken stuff, I would have to, we both would have the same exact thing in order for us to say, oh, that guy's beat me. You could say that in Vanilla Destiny too. If somebody if somebody mm -hmm. outgunned you with the same gun you had, there was no argue of who should have won. He outplayed you. Mm -hmm. I had the same exact roles. With RNG, you can't say that because my dust rocket's garbage. My good dust rocket's garbage. It is complete. You can ask. It's complete garbage. I do not have any of the good roles on my dust rocks. 
but I go against people that have max range on their gust on their dust rock with a max range perk and rampage and slide shot. I can't do shit about that. Yep. And he, he could spend the time to go get this gun, but again, it's RNG. There are some people out there that never get the perfect roll. I've been in other people's chats, and I didn't mean to flex or anything in their Twitch chats. And I've said, oh, I got a gun like that, blah, blah, blah. Boom. Banned. It's like, what? You trying to come in here and flex? I don't have that gun, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's not my problem. I just got in the chat. I didn't know what you were talking about. I'm like, oh, you're talking about this gun? Boop. You know, I got this. And that was a wrap. They're they're salty about it. So there are some people out there that will never get the gun. Some people didn't get Galahorn until Zer sold it for the last time before it got nerfed into the dirt for PvP. Oh man! Right? Oh, there 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 are there are people. <laughs> yo, no, you want to hear a story? You want to hear a real story? I mm -hmm. I played Crow. I played the shit out of Crow. Ah, that's one raid I played a whole lot of because it was easy to do and people didn't mind carrying my ass through it. Because I carried, I mm -hmm. carried them in trials, so they would pay me back by carrying me through Crota. So yeah. I was, I wanted the Black Hammer. I didn't get the Black Hammer. I'm, I'm kidding you not. This is not even a lie. I didn't get the Black Hammer. No lie. I didn't get the Black Hammer until two weeks before Destiny Two came out. No fucking. I didn't get that or the Fate Bringer. I got those two damn guns. Two weeks now. These are raids I've done multiple times, multiple times. I didn't get a beetle scarab, and you can ask Ken how much trials I played. Ooh. I didn't get a beetle mm -hmm. scarab until the last week. Mm -hmm. The last mm -hmm. week. I was lucky. Yeah, I got I got mine. Lucky. I got mine early, some point in time. I was like, oh, when it first released, I was like, oh, let me go. You know, let me keep my card at you know. Well, nine wins, I think it was at that time, and just keep going. And eventually, I got out, and within like the first weekend or two, like nice, I got the scare. Yeah, we we so. went on long win streaks, mm -hmm. past way past nine. Never got to beat up scare. Mm -hmm. And the funny, there was it, it wasn't even based on if you won past the card. It was literally just straight RNG because there was another guy that was horrible at trials. He his first flawless. He went and got a scare for his first loss. He didn't, he didn't play a game. He got seven wins, went to the box. Oh. Hold on. You're, you're cutting that. You're cutting out. Yeah, so there was there was a guy that played Trials, and uh, he went and he got his first flawless ever and played a few games after with that card. Got that Scarab emblem, right? And again, this is... No, this, no, he didn't play it. two cards. He got it on the, on, on the last win. He didn't even play it. Oh, the flawless one? He got it on the flawless <laughs> win. That's what I'm telling you. Like, people thought... Oh, you have to play on the wins. No, you didn't. It was strictly RNG. I was in his stream when he got it. He got carried. He got on. Oh, he went to the box. He opened up the box. Scarab popped out. After that, he proceeded to make money off people lying to them, telling them that he was going to carry them flawless, and he would use the Scarab emblem to get people to donate to him so that he could play with them in trials and manipulate them. This is a real dude. I'm not making this up. That's what I'm saying. Straight Dang. RNG. Like, that's why I say it's all RNG. So it had nothing to do with skill. It had nothing to do with anything. It was just co coincidence. He got it. I didn't get it. Mm -hmm. Me and Cannon went on multiple win streaks, kill streaks, etc. I didn't get it until the last week of Destiny 1 until Destiny 2 came out. I, I finally got it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, you know, dialing, dialing it back again, uh, 
again, the radar went away. It opened up opportunities. People didn't see it because they were just so used to the radar being there. And they just, again, they didn't want to take the time or the patience to learn or adapt. Uh, if you stuck through Destiny 2, you adapted. If you played that game, and I'm not saying because it was bad, but it was different from Destiny 1. If you played that game until it changed, until practically a few months before Forsaken, and then Forsaken came out. Uh, probably the spring of last year, 2018. Somewhere between the spring and the summer when, you know, things started getting buffed. Guns were getting, oh, the Graviton's so good, let's bring everything else up with that. And the Vigilance Wing and all that stuff started getting raised up and then supers got raised up. If you stuck through until that point from the launch of Destiny 2 to beyond or to now, you adapted in that game in the competitive scene in Trials and all that. You had to because the game kind of changed. So, again, I don't think people gave it enough time or gave themselves enough credit. They knew how to play one way with a shotgun. Run at something, look at the radar, pull the trigger, slide around the corner, pull the trigger, jump over a doorway, something runs through, pull the trigger. It was a lot of just, they had a one-track mind. And there were, I knew really, people that were really good in Destiny 1 that come over to Destiny 2, they stopped playing Destiny 2, they moved on to other games, not just... You know, people that I knew, but friends, they just stopped playing. Like, I can't play this. It's, it's not the same. I'm not doing good. It's like you're doing fine. Just, you know, you, you just kind of got to adapt a little bit. You just had to. So then they brought the radar back, and now we're back into the same cycle of I turn on Destiny 2, I get into comp, and I think I'm having fun. At this point, I really truly believe I'm delusional. I want to play the game, I want to have fun. But after a while, something will happen that's out of my control that I can't stop, you know? And it comes down to, a lot of the time, it's RNG. It's RNG between matchmaking. It's RNG between guns. It's, it's, it's just too much randomness for me to just really enjoy it. I'll have fun when everything seems to be going perfect. But when something goes wrong, it's not that I immediately rage. It's, you know, it's just that, man, this is so disappointing because I can't do anything. I can't adjust myself in this game or on the fly in this match or even over the next few games because I may play the same team I can't adjust myself in a way that's going to allow me to win because who knows if I have the same teammates are they going to be good or not blah 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 what guns do they have what guns does the enemy have it's 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 wacky that's putting it nice putting it not nice is it's shit half the time it's just really stressful it's it's gotten to a point where i think things need to kind of tone down a bit i we've gone to 11 and beyond we need to bring it back a little bit yeah I, I, and, and that's that's kind of where i'm at it's not even i'm not even upset about the shotguns i'm just upset that, that there is only one shotgun like there's to rule them all. Rule them all. That's the thing. And I, I, I haven't gotten that roll on a shotgun, so now I play at a disadvantage because I don't have that shotgun. I mean, so you could. Yeah, where, where do you get that dust rock blues now? From, from uh. You get it. Uh, the law sectors, right? No, it's just a random drop. I've gotten it from. Oh, okay. A bunch of stuff, but I've never gotten the roll that they got. All the dust rocks I've got have been trash. You know. I don't even. I I played so much PVP. I don't remember getting one from PVP. 
in the last however long it's been. I've deleted, I had three and I deleted two out of my three. I kept one that I really like because it's the best thing I had. It came with a little extra range and it came with auto-loading holsters. So no matter what character I played on, it reloads for me. Easy. I never have to reload that gun. So, and it works out relatively well, but it doesn't have the max range that I've seen other people have. And I'm just like, my gosh, that's that's a significant chunk of range. And that's why these people, I'm like, man, I'm shooting this dude. I'll catch myself saying, I'm, I got the same gun and I'm shooting him from the same place. And I'm really close too, but I'm not killing him. Or I'm, you know, I'm not that close. And I'm like, I pulled the trigger and he loses his shields. He pulls the trigger from the same exact place at the same exact time. And I just die. And I'm like, it's because of my roles. I There's no way in some instances there's a way that I'm missing, but there's no way in some scenarios where I'm witnessing myself aiming as dead on to this dude as possible. And I've gotten crazier kills with my gun that I probably shouldn't have gotten. I'm just like, man, there's way too much RNG yeah, think... that's just built into the game and then just implemented into the game. Yeah. Not only is it built into the game and it's constant and it's always going to be here, there are things that are put into the game that can and cannot change, or that, sorry, that can change, but don't change. And this is, it's, it's inconsistent. And, and that's the biggest thing is that a lot of things, those, it's inconsistent in a, and there's nothing that you can do about it when it comes to those roles. Like I said, if I was getting, mm-hmm. when, when I was using a sidearm, and that was my favorite weapon in Vanilla Destiny 2. If I out, and I've rarely got outgunned by a sidearm, but if you outgun me by a sidearm, I knew why you outgunned me by a sidearm. Like I didn't get mad. I knew. I knew I missed my shots. You landed yours. That's why. And it's kind of the same. If you have a lunas and somebody else have a lunas, it's the same. You know, if they outgun you, they're better with the lunas. But the problem is, some of that matchmaking, you have to basically earn the lunas. Okay, that's cool. And it's so forgiving that if you don't have a lunas, if you don't have time. You don't have the money to pay somebody to get it for you to get a Luna's. Now you play at a huge disadvantage. It shouldn't be like that. Like you should be able to compete against it. Like the weapon should require skill, but if you worked hard to get the gun and you got enough skill to get the gun, it shouldn't just be easy pickings on everybody. You still should have to remain retain some skill, but you don't. It's forgiving. You can miss a lot of shots with the gun, and if you don't got a Luna's, get three tapped within seconds because it's a 180, so it shoots really fast. The wave splitter, mm-hmm. that's complete RNG. You get a wave splitter, you can gun guy down. They nerfed it, but they just really nerfed the ammo. It still melts you. It, it's it's those things. But you got a gun that everybody can get. The ace of spades, that's not as deadly as a Luna's, but it's an exotic. So why is, you know, why are legendaries stronger than exotics? I mean, exotics are supposed to mm-hmm. be special. They're supposed to be the best of their class or tier. I wouldn't have a problem with the wave splitter murdering me within seconds if I had another exotic I'd counter with. Flashback to Destiny, Destiny One. Those three kings and the pulse rifle. Those all those guns melted each other. They they had they were stronger in particular situations. But overall, man, you can you can kill a dude with the last word, just like the dude thorn. The thorn if he he could outrange you with the thorn, but of course, it wasn't shit he could do about it. He'd die. He's like, and then and it wasn't that close of a range. And Hawk Moon, that's what I'm saying. Like the guns, those guns killed each other. Like flat out, they just they equally killed each other. Like equally murdered each other out. If all exotics did that, I wouldn't have a problem. 
But at this point, I'm not hating on Destiny, but I'll say that I'm transitioning kind of out of Destiny PvP right now until changes are, are implemented because I don't enjoy it unless I'm playing with friends. Um, and I don't enjoy playing teams that have the perfect God roll stuff because at that point, I'm, I can't compete not because they're necessarily better. They just have better stuff and the stuff that they have is just considerably stronger and it's not because they earned it they just have enough time to basically run the loot system they have more time to, to swing the slot machine and mm -hmm. that's basically what it is because it would suck if they put all that time in it and i had the guy roll guns and i just beat on them all day it would be the same issue because they put in a whole bunch of time but i ran the slot machine and got it and you know, I'm not an expert at these games. I don't know if you have to do it like that. I understand that people were bored, and PVE has gone up since they've done Forsaken, and I'm happy for them, and the story's really good, and all that's great. But I'm mainly a PvP player, and from a PvP perspective, the, PV, the PvP is suffering, but the PvE is doing well as far as the community goes. They like it. Mm-hmm. They like what they're doing, and what they're doing is actually really good. Piecing the story together every week, there's a new part of the story. They just brought the dude that killed uh, You're cutting out again, man. Oh. How about that? I'm going to have to start that topic over again. Can you hear me? Yeah. So they killed him. The ghost and came, brought him back, but he won't remember that he killed really Oh. Oh, no, you're cutting out again. It, it, yeah, it's, your connection isn't, you're not stable. Are You're running off your phone, but are you running off your Wi-Fi or your phone connection? Wi-Fi. Okay, well, you're not, your Wi-Fi is pretty crappy where you're at. Or your phone, so, you know, it's either you're too far, there's interference, or your phone's just not that great at picking it up. It could be any number of things, but that's what it sounded like little bit here and there well as of right now yeah nothing nothing you can do about it but uh you know i just wanted to but yeah so yeah the P the pve is doing really well it's to me a long time player i'm getting i've i've been burnt out of the pvp since destiny once and pretty much destiny 2 came out and at that time in pve it was relatively a lot of the same stuff same enemies same mechanics Every big boss in the game, you get close, it knocks you back. Whoop-de-doo, you know. To me, it was just like, man, I want more, you know. I kind of want Destiny to reinvent the wheel there. But it's doing well. Even though it's doing well, it's still, what is it? Um, Is it every three months we get an update now? It's every three months we get something new, I believe. So, they yes, uh, four seasons, right? Four seasons in a month is what they've started doing, I believe. And every three months, and even though those three months come out, that's gotten a lot better. So the PvE has picked up. I still see a lot of people in PvE, though, just kind of go off and do other games as well. Some big streamers that I uh, have followed for quite a long time. They're, I don't think I've seen them play Destiny PvE for at least four weeks. So it's like the raids come out, they're phenomenal. But then at the same time, it's just like, well, we did it. We're done. Even though the community around me, I don't know if the community around them is not playing with them as much. Even though they want to play with the community, I don't know if they're just, you know, as the, you know, as the, the host, the content creator of the stream, 
they're just, well, I don't want to do any more raids right now. And you guys still want to watch me. That's fantastic. Let's go play something else. And they're out there doing other things. And they, they still come back to Destiny 2. They still go back to Destiny 1 raids. But at the same time, it's it's gotten better. Well, one side has gotten worse. So, I, I don't know what they're going to do with it. You know, these these are our thoughts. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I, I, that's just where I'm at right now. So that's why I'm taking a break. Um, the games that I, I will say that I've really, I, Monster Hunter, I'm loving it. And uh, I've played, I'm playing a lot of Smash, actually, as we talked, that's, I'm in training mode now because I've been playing in those tournaments and I'm trying to get That's better. probably what's eating up your, that's probably what's eating up the Wi-Fi connection on the phone. Maybe, I'm not using the Wi-Fi on it, though. I'm playing. You said your, your phone was, oh, you're hardline on your Switch now? No, I'm not, I'm not online with my Switch at all. Oh, you're not online with your Switch? I'm in practice mode. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Well, anyway, but, uh. Yeah, so those are our thoughts. You know, I've released, I'm about to actually release a video on YouTube and uh, for Destiny 2. It's been a long time coming. I haven't really released any Destiny 2 videos, but it's, it, I still enjoy the game a lot. I have a lot of passion for the game. It's, I don't know, like, I feel like I'm a diehard fan at this point because when I, I, it's like I almost look at my, you know, <laughs> it's I like look at myself in a mirror when it comes to Destiny. I'm just like, I want to love you. But you're just so broken. And I don't think you're ever gonna be fixed, you know? Uh and that you know that's that's everyone's opinion, you know. I have my own opinion, like Destiny 2 Vanilla. Great, bring it back, take out the radar. From comp, bring trials back, take out the radar there. But other people are like, no, leave the radar in. No. Destiny 2 was boring. I get that, you know, everyone's gonna have their own opinions, but Going forward, I think that Destiny 2 with the Season of Drifter literally around the corner tomorrow, Destiny 2 is going to go up and at best going to go down to where it is now and level back out. I don't think it retains. That's my that's just my guess and my feeling. Again, I'm not saying that I'm always right about what what happens with Destiny and what Bungie decides to do, but I've made some wacky predictions that I you might as well say it was an epiphany of a of a prophet. <laughs> just some of the things that have come to pass, just so uncanny. So I think, I think, and that's just on the PvP side. I think that's just on the PvP side. Destiny's doing a lot. It's doing PvP and PVE. Anthem's trying to do just PVE, and they're kind of kind of losing it. But if they if they get it right, that's a lot of good PVE. That potential is great. It's just, you know, a whole different story. But yeah, I'm going to be coming out with videos on my YouTube, guys, uh, over the next few days. Just talking about the state of where Destiny is and how I feel going forward with the Drifter and some of the problems that are really not only plaguing, and it'll mainly be focused on the PvP scene and competitive because I really enjoy the PvP, but also the PvE and how both of them can coex coexist separately what together at the same time without ruining an experience for one player that likes pvp over the player that likes pve you don't have to give up one to make the other happy and i don't i don't think bungie's doing that but i think bungie's doing that they're they're doing it but not it's not their goal it's you know 
they made adjustments in PvP at one point in time, and PvE players were saying, man, this is bad, this is horrible, it's not working, you know? All right, well, we'll switch it on PvEs, and, and now, you know, we'll leave PvP alone. Like, shotguns do increased damage in PvE, where they don't do 600 plus percent damage in PvP, right? They have the power to really balance the game, but I think somewhere along the line, they're inadvertently just between the RNG to keep the PvE alive, and then, you know, all of that carrying over into the PvP is just kind of, it's a, it's, a, it's a broken game, you know, two puzzle pieces that are no longer working together as a whole. And I feel like that's, they're making, they're losing people as the day goes by. Some people still haven't come back to Destiny 2. They won't. They probably just won't. Fortnite came around the corner. Bye. See you later. They have never come back to Destiny 2. It doesn't matter what they implement. Some people have. Forsaken came out. I'm back, Ken. Yo, it's great. I love it, you know. Blah, 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 blah. And that's it, you know. But that's few. That's a very few amount of people that I think that have come back. I don't think Destiny 2 is at the point of no return. Or Destiny, the franchise. Yeah, but I think Destiny 3 is going to be where it kind of needs to... Something needs to happen. And Destiny 2, now once again, for this last year, that it's probably going to be assuming that they only do, you know, the three years like they did Destiny 1. Next year, we should get a Destiny 3, if that's going to be the case. They need to spend the rest of this time figuring out where the heck they're going with Destiny 3 outside of the building the universe, creating the characters. Yeah. How is the game going to function, and how are the players going to be able to uh, interact with the game on both PvP and PvE? Again, PvE, doing great. Raid's phenomenal. I play him, except for the last one. I've played everyone at least once, if not multiple times, from Destiny 2's start. They've been so well done, uh, but everything else, to me, strikes. Lost Sectors, that's all boring to me. It's just the same stuff. And I don't... I'm not the guy that's sitting here to grind for the gun forever. I'm the guy trying to kill other people in PvP and, you know, feel like I did good that day. Because I'm a good boy. <laughs> like... <laughs> you know so anyway we're gonna go ahead and end it here uh we're gonna be back with more podcasts coming in the future not just about gaming uh me and tez we've been talking about it for a while and he'll be happy to do it we got you know movies we're gonna be talking about comics other games he's super excited for double may cry so i want to play that game that's right around the corner so the podcast is being revitalized um tavern gossip is what it was called tavern gossips is back man <laughs> tavern gossips is back you can also catch me on YouTube, Ken Kuken Games, I believe it is. Uh, now I don't even know my own YouTube channel. That's pretty sad. But uh, we're going to be also be doing, uh, I'll be doing other in-depth videos, breaking down piece for piece of, you know, the things we've talked about here on Destiny and other things that I think just kind of have ruined the experience, especially for the PvP player side again. I keep repeating myself. Anyway, appreciate it. That was Force J Boogie DBW. He also does music as well. He's got his YouTube up. Uh, I need to uh, drill him on his music. He's got a lot going on, but I know he hasn't put it off. But he's got some really good songs out there. One of them I like a lot. And we'll see you next time. Enjoy, enjoy.